welcome to another action-packed episode of Big Bunch Classic. Is I'm... it going to be action-packed? Oh, Rev. Was... How are you going to tell? I was building up to something. I was going to... Oh, was sorry. Be like a... God, I've ruined it. Well, no, it's... it wasn't... Okay. I'm John. Oh, I'm sorry. You say you look disappointed. I'm... Yeah, it's a good thing it's a podcast. How was but... it... it action-packed? I don't I'm know. Chris. Hello. We're here. Thank... You're a nightmare. You're that was a really nightmare. professional intro, I thought. We were just, we were just con- congratulating ourselves on our professional... <laughs> Look at me, I can't even speak. We're congratulating ourselves on doing it exactly two weeks after the last one. That, yes, that's so true. Then you had to ruin it. Sorry, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, have a devil in you. All right, we've just been talking that I've been going to the osteopath. Yes. After complaining last time of our various aches and pains, Yeah. I decided to do something about it. And, and I'm suffering the consequences today. Yes, I, I think your, I think your words were dizzy and nauseous. Yes, those are the two words I'm feeling today. Which is I, I often as think, well as the back pain. I often uh, I often uh, think that uh, dizziness and nausea are kind of synonymous with feeling great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's for what you want after shelling out forty pound for a private osteopath. Well, how um, is there an end game? Will they ever say you're cured? Well, I hope so. That's yeah. the hope. There obviously there is no miracle cure. I was sort of hoping he'd just go. <laughs> And that would be it. Yeah. But it's it's not happening. I think that's quite a danger. That's a bit of a danger, isn't it? You can end up at a point where you feel good because mm. you're seeing the osteopath. And I guess it's in the osteopath's interest to keep you... I suppose so, yeah. Going, going to see you, him, like, you do one. You might just have to make make a decision at some point saying, like, yeah. I'm good enough. Like it's never That'll gonna, do, yeah. It's never going to get well, better. Well, I'll see how I feel next. Because it says 24 to 48 hours, you might feel a bit mm. dodgy. I, I, feel, I feel all right. I just feel a bit woozy, I suppose. Yeah, I've been there because I've had it. I, I've been to an osteopath in uh, in the past, and uh, yeah, it's odd. Like they do. Um, there's one form you can get because I used to get like uh, it's probably connected to the problems I'm having now. Mm. But I used to get like a very bad neck. I used to. I think it was like bad posture. Yeah, like yeah. I'd kind of like lean over a little laptop, and, <laughs> and I used to wake up sometimes just like really dizzy and kind of out of it because I'd done yeah. something to my neck, and I felt like um, all my skin. It was like pings and needles. And yeah, it yeah, that's yeah. what they say. Or it could have been my crack addiction. I, well, I, I don't you know, know it's, it's 50-50, which yeah. one of those it was, to be Swings fair. around about. Yeah, yeah. But they do a thing like it's um, like a gentle head massage. Mm, and the sounds idea, delightful. The idea is that they're kind of like... You can get them from the pound shop now. <laughs> what <a> gentle... <laughs> those things with the wires on them. Oh. They look like a beehive. Oh, oh yeah, like a, he- a self, yeah. self-head massage. Self-help books. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, they kind of wobble your head a bit, and then yeah, I imagine the principle is that it gets all the blood moving again, and then that's the thing. Yeah. You're suddenly all dizzy. You don't know what to do with yourself. Well, I had my I had all the massage stuff, and I had my back cracked and my neck cracked. Oh, which and that's happened twice to me in a week. So no wonder I'm feeling a bit out of it. You're addicted. Well, you know, um, I suppose I feel better overall. Hmm. Still got a few little bits and bobs that aren't quite right, but yeah. and the wooziness. But apart from that, I feel okay. Because we were both. We were both pretty sore last time we mm, spoke. Very much so. Um, I think right now, sitting here, I'm definitely better than I was yeah. two weeks ago. That's the main thing. But I say, I say this weekend, I was really sore. Were you? The, um, well, you were on your feet this weekend, John. Yeah, it wasn't even that. It was, it was well, again, it's my own fault. But Friday, I spent a lot of time uh, moving boxes around. Mm. You would have seen it. We had a great big pile of um, boxes in the kitchen. Yes, downstairs. I do have a call. Because we, we did a new order of a book and... Yeah, Friday I was like I had to sort them out and because a couple were misprinted and mm. then I had to take some to our storage place and back and forth. Yeah, I mean Lucy was helping because you know she's you know fiendishly she's strong, surprisingly strong. Yes, yeah, you know for a size and uh, 
But yeah, I'm really feeling it on Saturday morning. Yeah, I bet. Well, I made the wise decision in between my two osteopath appointments to go on a 10-hour round coach journey mm. on the National Express and sleep on a student floor for two nights. Coaches are known for being comfy. Well, of course, yes. They're renowned for it. So are floors mm. without anything underneath me. And which student were you seeing? Uh, the Holt face. Holt face. As we kindly refer to him. Yeah, the... The guy uh, who was sitting on this very sofa not a month ago. Maybe a bit time. over a month ago. The elusive... Um, he third, does exist. Third presenter. I just see my imaginary friend in Leeds. Yeah. The... Uh, it's just a computer program. It's <laughs> <laughs> a piece of software. It's part of the Matrix. Yeah, we've just got uh, some pre-programmed uh, messages That'll from him. That'll be good, yeah. Um, we just have to react around it. The thing I used to hate about coach journeys was, um, oddly enough, the smell, mm. and not just the smell of there like are some human... interesting individuals. Well, yeah, not just that, like not just the uh, the stink of human proximity. <laughs> I mean, like uh, I hated the smell of um, like the fabric on the seats. Mm. They're they're leather now. Oh, that's better. National Express. Leather well, I get the National Express quite a lot because I go to football mm-hmm. a lot, and that's what I was going actually up north for this time. Um, so I'm sort of used to it, I suppose. You let the sweat kind of collect. Ah, well, it's it's in there anyway. You've, you've got to either accept it or try and fight it, and you know, and you won't win. It's not really a. I don't know. I remember uh, a good few years ago now. It wasn't long after Lucy and I uh, first started going out, but nice. we uh, we had a day trip to London. Mm. Oh, God, I remember. I remember that journey back on the coach. It's just one of the most hellish experiences <laughs> of my life. We couldn't sit next to each other. It was so. Easy. Oh yeah, I've had that. Me uh, and Liz had the same problem. The air con- the aircon was broken. Yeah, it was middle of summer. We were just Oof. sweltering. Oof. My hay fever was killing me. Yeah, and there was a baby crying Ugh. the whole way home. Children lower than a certain age should not be allowed on public transport. I I I don't think it should be allowed out of the house. Well, you know. Yeah, my words. You've taken it a, a step further. <laughs> I stand by those words. How is your uh, your niece <laughs> <laughs> not allowed on public transport? Um, which one? Uh, the super young one. The super young one is yeah. She's fine. I haven't seen her for pretty much two thirds of her life now. How old is she? Can you she's... reveal that on the podcast? Yeah, I suppose so. That she's just over eight weeks. Wow. I believe. Yeah, yeah, she is. She is. She's smiling now. God bless her. I spoke to uh, I spoke to a, a gentleman whose company I always enjoy mm. at the show at the weekend, oh, yes. and he was the father of a ten day old goodness baby. What was he doing there? <laughs> what was he doing? The true believers <laughs> immediately slacking off and uh, going <laughs> so to the long. No, uh, we uh, it's odd in a way. Like a lot of people we know have suddenly just had babies, or have suddenly uh, we're well, not that aged on. Not not suddenly. Surprise yeah. babies. I imagine oh that, my god. I imagine there's a certain lead up and process and cause. Roughly and nine months, I believe, yeah. is the is the lead up. But no, a lot of people have gotten married and a lot of people have had babies and uh, Without age, John. Without age now. Old. Uh, old officially old is, is back problems, yeah. marriage, babies. That's all we've got to look forward to. The thing is like, we don't want to be a crack record because back problems was a pretty fundamental part of the previous. Uh, yes, yeah, so I feel I feel like there's a theme emerging in our podcast. I'll tell you what. How about this as a discussion point mm. have you heard I bet you have probably of uh, this new fad of fasting which one <laughs> and I, I don't mean kind of like prolonged fasting or kind of fasting for kind of religious purposes I mean this idea of like a weekly fast I've heard of like sort of detoxes and things like that yeah it's kind of like what do, you mean, do you mean literally not eating anything yeah like, for a week well no 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 no, no, no. or certain uh, times of day but you wouldn't die because 
Didn't when your organs start eating themselves. Yeah, well, that's, 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 worse that's that weight effect. loss, my friend. That's, that's how you science. Do it. But no, what it was like uh, three days about water, three weeks about food. That's how long you could survive. Is that, oh, I thought you meant that was the fast. Yeah, no, no, that'd be pretty... That'd be extreme. It's like the Atkins or something. 14 stone in one day. Here she comes now. Uh, signing uh, is is great on It's an audio-visual audio-visual experience. If you've ever watched Peter K, you know what I'm doing. But, um... What is it? Like, you know... What is this fasting the logic thing you're talking goes, about this one? And I think a few, years ago, me. a few years ago, the BBC did, like, a horizon on it, so you know it's... Oh, you know it's a thing. You know it's legit. If it's on horizon, you know it's a thing. I believe the idea is one day a week, you're allowed breakfast, mm. but it's like a very calorie-controlled breakfast. Like, it's a certain, you know, it's like... Half a slice of lemon. Yeah, it's like, you know, you get to, like, lick a rive eater or something, and then, <laughs> and then you're done. You get to smell one from a distance of no three metres. I had I had half a crack Someone's, of bread last week. I don't someone's a... standing there with a fan, and you get to smell it. You get to uh, you get to rub a uh, a boiled ham on your cheek. Yeah, oh. but I believe it's the idea is you have breakfast, and it's a certain generally Friday. Fruit, people fruit. do it on a Friday. It's a fruit. Well, I think this guy he had like uh, he did have some ham, mm. like some sliced ham and a Ooh. bit of bread. But it was uh, lean ham. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then the idea is you don't eat then for the rest of the day. Mm. And the logic behind. This. I think, as with a lot of diets, it's very hard to say definitively that it works or not. Mm. But the logic is that our kind of digestive systems kind of evolved when we were like a, a paleo society. So sure. we were kind of hunters and gatherers. We ate a load of different things and we didn't really always have a ready supply of food. Mm. So the logic is that by going one day a week without eating, or, or having like a very yeah, sure, yeah. you actually, uh, I guess, I guess it, they claim it's healthy mm. and that it, it sounds unhealthy. Well, apparently you do see weight loss. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. You Not do eating see, will probably do that. No, it probably, it probably works. Funny that, isn't it? But a lot of people are also claiming, again, unfounded, but claiming that uh, they feel brighter. Mm. They feel full of vim and vim vigor. And- not literally. Yeah, no. They're full no. of nothing. No, no, they're empty. Because they're not eating. Mostly air. Nitrogen, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the idea is that they I've feel... I've got another word as well. They feel... <laughs> keep it clean. <laughs> they feel uh, great because of it. Mm, sure. And... Uh, they and had a massive steak the night before. Yeah. Or... That's the thing. If you eat a big meal on, a, say, a Thursday... Yeah. If I went to a carvery on a Thursday, mm-hmm. I'd find it much easier to not eat anything on a Friday. Well, they... well yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Big so, you know, yeah, but I think uh, that's cheating. There's a certain amount of logic to it because uh, when you eat a big meal, uh, your, your stomach expands. Well, indeed, and additional blood goes to your digestive system mm. to provide the energy needed to allow it to digest. I understand. Which is why we feel a bit sluggish after we eat mm. a big meal. Mm. So, the ration stays a nightmare. All the blood's in my stomach. So I think the, along with the turkey, the idea is that. If you go for a little bit of time hungry, mm. then you're you're kind of break. You got more blood going around your head. Mm. That's, so that this is the logic. So Friday then, feeling. Yeah, so you're feeling a bit more kind of energetic. Mm. Uh, the other idea is by having one day a week without a constant supply of food, you are uh, breaking down a bit of fat in mm. your body. It's good for the liver, apparently. Mm. I'm going to say apparently a lot because... Yeah, well, we don't know these Some things. thinking suggests that it is saying. a good idea. Uh, and also, I guess they're kind of saying we live in a society where 
we have a lot of food, mm, like constantly. We We're never We're shy ready supply. Food. I know, like if I'm bored, I will eat. Sure. In fact, I haven't actually eaten today. <laughs> and how are you feeling? Terrible. Oh my god, <laughs> shattered, woozy. But that might be to do with my back problems, anyway. But um, that's true, actually. I haven't eaten today. Yeah. Well, and um, not not because I heard about this fasting thing. Well, they they claim that by not having, because we always eat. They say we probably eat more than we need to. Mm. And the idea is that you can train yourself. Oh, I'm sure that's You true, can train yeah. yourself to not feel as hungry. Mm. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is that I'd heard of that. I'm starving. I'm, I'm famished. Yeah. But, but like one day a week, people are doing this. But it's become a bit of a craze in kind of like these new age modern uh, companies, mm. like very high tech companies in America. Oh, yes. I'm going to say They Silicon. encourage it. I'm going to say Silicon Valley, but that's going to make me sound like an old man because it's probably not called that anymore. Silicon Hill. Uncanny but. Valley. Nitrogen Valley, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it could be called anything. Uncanny. Oh, that's a good That's a good that's one, a good isn't it? Callback. That's a good callback. Yeah, that's Uncanny good. Valley. Nice work. Uh, but they're saying it's not. And so there was an interview with some of the people working at one of these companies. They're probably called like Tech Buzz or. or that's your idea of a hipster company. Tech, tech Tower. Oh, I, I can imagine hipsters doing it. Everyone sits on a beanbag or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine exactly what that person would look like. So they were talking to people and the idea. <laughs> But the people at this and the company did not enforce it, so they wouldn't force you to do it. But it was highly encouraged. Sure. And everyone in the company you will be fired if you. And don't everyone do in it. the company supported each other in doing it. Mm. And when they were speaking to these people, like one guy was saying, like, well, you know, I'm relatively new to it. At the moment, I fast for maybe one day a week. Mm. That's all I can manage, and it's probably not even a true 24 hours. Yeah. When you yeah, break yeah. it down, then we talked to another guy who was like, yeah, I'm a I'm a 55 hour. That's insane. Faster. That's ridiculous. I I can't imagine that being healthy. Honestly. Well, this is the thing. Like, we won't know until ten, I, ten years time when we can when actually fall over. assess for long term damage. Mm. I yeah. I will not be participating. I think they're probably. I I'd say they're probably going to be inching more towards healthy than unhealthy mm. but I think you've got to stop at some point you can't you can't fast for like there's a show on channel 4 at the moment called lose weight well which I haven't been watching okay <laughs> <laughs> but it is it, it, I wouldn't imagine that's on there mm. I don't know they were kind of pushing it for a while the mm. problem the problem with diets like that is, is that they I don't know they tend to get very highly publicised before mm. they're actually proven one well, yeah, that's the problem. Well, there's been lots of diets over the years that celebrities mm. endorse. Atkins diet. You get those superfoods, don't you? Superfoods. Marks and Spencer's do superfood salads and things. Superfood curry. Have that's actually quite nice. At the end of the day, like it's still the same amount of food going into your... What if it's a superfood? <laughs> Surely that's worse then, because you're getting yeah. so much more energy. I don't know what, what makes it a superfood or what, indeed, a superfood would do to you. I should, I should know. Give you, make, make, make you radioactive or something. I should know more of this because I'm technically a biologist, but... In theory. Food science was always one of my weak points. And, for example, like, I don't know... I can't do calories. I don't know what cal- I don't know what's good or not. 10 million? 100? I don't know. What are you supposed to have in a day? I, I don't know. Well, less than 10 million. Probably. I, it's probably about 1,000. Yeah. I'm shrugging my shoulders. We're shrugging. Listeners. I don't know is the honest answer. I eat what I want. Mm. Frankly, I do what I like. I've got a I've got a freezer full of chicken nuggets at home with my name on them. You're gonna eat them later. Might do. Hmm. I bought them last night. And you haven't eaten today. No, 
I won't eat. I won't eat them all. But is your mental acuity higher? Do no. You feel sharp and focused. I wouldn't say so. No. I'm very drunk. But that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been in the pub all day. Um, I didn't say I didn't drink anything. But no, I will. No, I feel fine apart from my earlier complaints. Mm. But I don't know how how that relates to my not eating or, or otherwise. I, uh, someone at work. Oh yes. Had deposited a gingerbread house. <laughs> Glad you said gingerbread house in the kitchen. That sounds delicious. Uh, with a sign. Did it? Did it last very long? With a sign saying "Eat me." Oh really? Yeah. As mm. in, like, please eat me. That's suspicious. That sounds like an experiment. I ate some of it. Was it delicious? I kept going back. Yeah. Uh, I feel at one point... In the its roof a... was missing after a while. The roof was on fire. Yeah. I feel at one point it was delicious. You got I also suspect... Gluttony. I also suspect that it may have been sitting on someone's shelf for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> was it quite difficult to chew? The icing was one of the toughest things I've ever bitten through in my life. Are you sure it was a gingerbread house? I may have eaten a Fisher Price. Was it an actual <laughs> yeah, it was Playmobil? The early learning centre. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a bit of a sucker for bready things. Sure. Yeah, and and oh, but and also icing. If you want to yeah. make, make me happy. I, mm. if I'm eating a cake, yes. prefer the bit without icing. Do you really? There you go. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Write that down. I don't. I've got nowhere to go with Take that. It's just. It's just an interesting fact about me that you might not already know. If you want to make me very happy, I'm sure you do. Oh, always. Uh, get me the cheapest, <laughs> cheapest, <laughs> filthiest icing. Yeah, like I'm nodding. I uh, every birthday, everyone gets me uh, just like it'd be like the Tesco's clown cake. Oh it's, yeah, I just love it. Like a a, a kind of white sponge know, with yeah, that thick, the thick, nasty white icing, centimeter thick white icing. Oh, it's so good. Probably made of marshmallows. Oh, it's just it's just fantastic. I I could just I'm such a sucker for it. Yeah. I see, so when I see when I see gingerbread with icing on it, that's that's talking to you. Yeah. Even if I did, I've never had to. Actually, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever had to do a double bite on something to get, <laughs> to get through it. The first bite wasn't enough. Bear in mind, like, okay, so you got, like, this slightly wooden gingerbread, which is still edible, mm. you know, but it was more kind of structural. Or is it slightly gingerbread-y wood? <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> you know. I was eating a slab of chipboard yeah. and uh, dried paint. Who ate my children's science project? I snap a bit off. I bite it. You know, I'll go, I'll go straight for the uh, molars, oh, where sure. the power is. Sure. So I bite. It's like a kind of tearing action. So it's in my mouth. <laughs> and it's my, my tooth has fallen out. I, I, I was worried for yeah. a minute. Like, it's in my mouth. And I go to crush it. And I'm getting some resistance. And I, I tell you, I go to full bite. Like, mm. I've gone all the way down and that thing still hasn't shattered. <laughs> and I'm like, it's kind of hurt. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, dear. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to work at this. i have to take a moment. Pause. Get some incisors in there. Go back in. Yeah, I kept going back, though. Well, you know. Why wouldn't you? It's already stale by the sound of it. You might as well. You might as well keep going. It's not getting any harder. It's gonna get worse for again. <laughs> we uh, we have like these two kind of um, charity sweet boxes at oh, work. It's nice. like an honesty yeah. system. So put a pound in, get a bag of bag of sweeties, bag out. of ten p mix. They're better than that. Actually, it's oh, like a bag okay, of jelly fine. babies. Oh, nice. Bag of wine gums. Nice. Can I own right. brand? Oh yeah. Jelly go store bought. Jelly children. <laughs> <laughs> Gelatinous children. Yeah. <laughs> TM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a weekend. I ate a uh, coloured 
coloured chocolate disc cookie. Sure, of course you did. Definitely not a Smarties not cookie. Not absolutely out of the question. Definitely not a Smarties cookie. Out of the question. Well, well so- the best charity-related mm. treat I've ever seen is a cake baked by one Richard Holton. Still one of my favourite photos of all time oh my is God. the cake sitting on the desk with a sign with a teddy bear next to it saying, one pound a slice. <laughs> <laughs> you may need some context the here. I, I oh, we should think... put this. We should put this as the cover or the image when we promote this podcast. I think I've seen it, but so the cake looks like it's trying to weep out of its own icing. It's it's brilliant. I can't. I still can't get enough of it. And I remember him baking it, and it all going horribly wrong. So he covered it in chocolate. Why did he? Bake and it, it exploded in on itself. It imploded. Actually, why, why did he bake a cake? Because they all had to bake a cake. Him and his work colleagues. Oh right. Each okay. week for charity for charity. Okay. And it was his turn, mm-hmm. and shockingly, it all went horribly wrong. Oh, it was brilliant! I still look. I can't look at the photo and not laugh. I do remember at university mm. we once uh, tried to have a cake evening, a bake off, if you will. Yeah, because the house that we lived in there was also a house uh, with some girls we'd known since the first year, mm. and we were friends with them. So they came over, you know, alcohol and cake and whatnot. Oh, they had a good combination. And. One of the girls had tried making a trifle. Nice. I want to say. There's no baking involved in a trifle. No, no. Apart from those lady fingers. But also, custard. Yeah. So Custard's I, easy. But mine is, what do you mean, like instant custard? Or custard? Yeah, did she, did she make her own custard? She tried, she tried to make her own custard. Did she fail to make her own she custard? Somehow, don't know how this is possible. Has it got eggs in it? Custard. Yes. Yeah, egg yolks. Yeah. Yeah. She had somehow burnt the custard. That's improbable. Either that. Or she dropped a cigarette into it. Because, <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Because oh, when you ate, rank. it was like you'd eat the custard. Because like, I tried it. Uh, and it was like, you, you think, oh, oh, okay, definitely definitely tastes like custard. And it feels like custard. It's got a good texture and everything. And then suddenly, just smoke. Really? Ugh. Like I've just smoked a, a cigar. That's incredible bursts of of smoke that sounds rank so i'm going to assume it was burnt yeah and was not although i don't understand how do you how do you is there cooking involved in custard well you boil it well there you go that must be it then but it'd be incredibly hard to burn it to that extent yeah you have you probably just got to not be looking at it for about an hour it didn't look black though it's not like it had mm, charred that's suspicious no that's suspicious we um that sounds disgusting you know um uh fake custard like custard powder fake news custard powder yeah, I know it. That ain't that ain't custard. I believe you. Do you know what it is? It's custard flavoured blancmange. It's corn flour. Oh yes. Uh and vanilla flavouring. Oh, and yellow food colouring. That's fine. I'd eat that. You ever done that? It's I like, have probably eaten that. We used to do it um as a science experiment. Mm. It is a if you mix corn uh flour and water mm. in a very kind of concentrated little paste. It is a non-Newtonian fluid. Sure. The idea being that normally, I'm going to get this wrong now, <laughs> when you apply energy to a regular fluid, mm. it gets more fluid. I see. Yes, the idea I being understand. you could melt treacle mm-hmm. and then it's suddenly like super runny, then it would yeah, congeal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Non-Newtonian fluids act the other way. Right. So if you add energy to them, mm. they become thicker. I see. I think I've got that right. So I want to say <laughs> that'll do. I want, it's one or the other, anyway. And I want to say we can always it reverse is... it in the edit. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix it in post. Yeah, a, a rheostatic fluid, oh. I think. So the idea is, and we used to do it. You can walk 
and they have done exper- they have done it large mm. scale if you filled a swimming pool with uh, a mixture of corn flour and mm. water yeah if you stood on it you could walk on it you'd sink oh but if you ran across it you'd be all right yeah because ah. the impact yeah yeah of yeah. your foot hitting it causes it to solidify oh and it's really beautiful to look at because yeah, I assume there's videos out there. Of this oh yeah, no, it's really cool. You should. Uh, you I should might look that yeah. up. Have a beer, I'll, watch it. I might Hypnotic, do that. Yeah, it's like um, we used to do it in a little beaker where if you stir it, mm. it keeps stirring, and within like a couple of seconds, it goes solid. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just. But if you stop doing rock it, rock up, and you stop, and it just goes <laughs> loop and turns back into a liquid. There you go. That's good. It's hypnotic. Isn't science good? Science is amazing. Is that how they make lava lamps? I don't know. Actually, we should look that up. We should look that up. I just have a lava lamp. Well, I bought one for Liz for Christmas. Mm. It's, it's by her television now. Ooh. It's a very appreciative gift, as far <laughs> as I know. Well, you're going to say, like, it's, it's in the cupboard under the stairs. Yeah, she's gonna, that would be offensive. She's going to use it soon. All I'm the sure. things I bought her on prime display, because I go around there all the time. She probably gets them out of the cupboard whenever I go around. Like, oh, look, I appreciate all the gifts you got me. What colour is it? It's pink and purple. They are cool, actually. They're, when you start looking at them, you can't really stop. Yeah, which is a problem. That's an easy. I used to own one. Yeah, there was a uh, urban myth going around that mm. if something went wrong with your lava lamp, I don't know, maybe like the oils didn't work properly. Sure. There was a, a myth going around that if you put it on the hob <laughs> and heated it, that sounds dangerous. Well, yeah. Did idiot? Did idiots fall for it? It, it basically it just blows up. Yeah. It just becomes a bomb. Yeah. Please I, be very I would, careful with... I would have predicted that's exactly what would happen if you put a lava lamp on the hob. It's funny that, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like I, you know, don't believe everything I'm told. <laughs> almost. I don't know what happened to my lava lamp. I remember, because my... I don't know what happened to most of my things I had when I was younger. Yeah. I used to have a Megazord. You and, did. I was so jealous I'm, about Megazord. And a Tracy Island. You did I was quite well. spoiled. Yeah. Um... And I don't know. I, I, I don't know where either of them are now. Really I'm more gutted about the Megazord, actually. Yeah, the Megazord would be pretty. I'm more gutted about that. The Megazord would be pretty awesome. I would have. I would put that up in my house if I had it now. Mm, no, you should. I would display it, but I don't think I have it. I think it went in the car boot mm. without my authorization. It was almost fate because now you are a car boot connoisseur, enthusiast. Yeah, I might, get, I'm a buyer and a seller. It. Wouldn't that be mad? Well, like uh, it would be a gr- stuff. Great novels are made of. Yeah, you could be at. A car I gave boot. the Megazord half an amulet. And now, and now I've got the other half. And then at the car boot, we meet, and the we. Prophecy. And that's a great. That's a great ending. Or the or the thing would be like having five siblings and giving them <laughs> each one zord. Yeah. <laughs> They're all. Oh man, that'd be gutting if the actual zords had been separated mm. from that set. As long as they're probably in some garage or landfill somewhere. I made them out of Lego. Remember, that was my answer. To, that was my good. answer to a lot of things. I made them out of Lego. Lego, Lego Legos in. Lego's never been hotter. Lego, Lego is back. I know we seem to talk about Power Rangers a lot on this podcast. And but, Lego, actually. <laughs> but I, I would pretty much guarantee that uh, there will be Lego Power Rangers. Oh, I would. To coincide with I would movie. be shocked if there wasn't. Shocked. Got an invite today to a Comic-Con in Denmark. Oh, sure. In actually the town where Lego are based. Oh, that's very interesting. There's a free table. Invite... To what? Speak? Uh, no, to uh, exhibit. Oh, very good. And to f- have art featured in a... Mm. It sounds impressive, but frankly, I think they're just des- desperate yeah, well, to go. Yeah, well, yeah, no yeah. offence, but... No, I don't know. Yeah. I guess the only down- the problem would be getting to 
Denmark and that's the cost involved. Yeah, because yeah. we just free did... tables all well and good, but you got to play pay to get to Denmark. Because Lucy and I just did that in October, and I can't even remember how much we spent on flights. Yeah. They were cheaper than you might think. Copenhagen is yeah. it anywhere near Copenhagen? <sighs> no, oh, right, but it's that. not a massive country. No, well, Denmark isn't, but it's probably bigger than this country. Most most things are. Yeah. Just going back to like uh, lava lamps and stuff, because you just suddenly got me going, got me going down memory lane. Mm. I remember um, in my old bedroom in uh, my old family house, which was uh, demolished to make way for the extension. <laughs> uh, <laughs> With all your stuff in it. Uh, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> bricked up. I remember um, I had that lava lamp, and I remember it now vividly. And uh, I used to have a, you might remember this, I had a great big inflatable uh, chair. Uh, yes, it was green sounds familiar, yes. see-through. And I remember... Because there wasn't a lot of room in the bedroom, and I don't know why I had an inflatable chair because it just took up so much space. But um, that's the ironic thing. I remember, like late at night, once I was awake, and I I reached out because mm. again, like there wasn't that much room in the bedroom anyway. <laughs> and I, I opened the front door, <laughs> open the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I touched the uh, the side of the inflatable chair, and sure, yeah, and my hand kind of dragged along along it, and yeah. because it was plastic. Uh, it was staticky, mm. so it was always collecting like dust and stuff. But as I ran my hand along it, you got that kind of staticky crackle. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. And yeah. in the dark, it glowed green. Did it really? Yeah, it did. There you go. I've never. It's like the worst version of the Northern Lights you've ever seen in your life. Essentially, yeah. Nice. I'd never experienced it before, and I've never experienced it since. But I assume there that's a thing that happens. Sure, well, yeah. That's, that we must assume that is the case. Speaking of the Northern Lights, could you know that? The sun is apparently entering a period of inactivity. Oh, so it's get a bit cold then. The northern, no, nah, no, nah, nah, heat-wise, I think we'll still be okay. Oh, no, it's good. more of a kind of like radiation. Oh, oh, so, that's even better. It is better, yeah. So I, but the downside is uh, it's going to be a little harder to see the northern lights for uh, a while. Well, that's worse. They are going to retreat to the North Pole. Oh, is my understanding. Very good. Well, they're very impressive. I'd like to see the northern. I'd lights. like to see the northern lights one as well. day. There are southern likes as well. Are they? What colour are they? The same colour, I think. Oh, wonderful. Little factoid for you. Did you know... Uh, what's another name for the northern likes? Uh, the Aurora Borealis. Learned that from The Simpsons? Yeah, that is, that, is, that is literally from The Simpsons. So what do you call the southern ones? Oh. It's the Aurora something. Yeah. No, go on. I'm not going to get it. Australis. Well, I wouldn't have got that. Probably because it's in Australia. Oh uh, yeah, that makes sense. I, I wouldn't. Have, I still wouldn't have got it. I would imagine I'm not. I'm, that that makes sense. Not entirely sure. Speaking of Australia, mm. I've been watching Neighbours again. Oh my god! Yeah, after years and years of not watching Neighbours, I've been watching it again because there's a huge new storyline, really, based around a returning character. Oh my god! Who who drowned inverted commas thirteen years ago? Is it Howard? It's no Harold. Harold, damn it. Good guess, though. And no, it's not him. But Although he did come back from the dead after he was presumed to be dead from mm. drowning. But I don't think he was away for that long. Anyway, mm. she came back. She knocked on Toadie's front door, for those of you who know Neighbours. Toadfish. Toadfish. Very good. I remember once me and Holton had to explain Neighbours to you by drawing a diagram. You drew me a diagram, yeah. And you still didn't really understand. It was fantastic. I remember. Yeah, it was I a good diagram. I remember though. it vividly. Anyway, if you don't want to know... <laughs> Switch off now, but spoiler alert. You probably you probably don't care. She's an imposter. What? She's not the real D. Is she played by the I same I predicted it. Is she played by the same actress? Yeah. 
which confuses things. Uh, that is confusing. She's played by the same actress. But yeah, I said I was texting everyone and they didn't care, but that was fine. Who is the actress? It's not like... Her name's Madeline West. Oh, so it's not like Holly Valance or... No, that's another... Oh, look at this. Neighbours. Knowledge. Knowledge. She was in Neighbours one, wasn't she? She was in Neighbours, yeah. What about Natalie and Bruglia? Wasn't she was she in yeah, Neighbours. There we go. Yeah. Most Margot Robbie was in Neighbours. I didn't know Har- that. Actually. Harley Quinn, surprised. yeah. Old um, Thor, wasn't he in Home and Away? Yeah, and, and then his brother, mm. not Loki, the other one, <laughs> the actor's brother, was in Neighbours. Most Australian people have either been in Neighbours or Home and There's Away. There's not many options. Actors, not people. No. Uh, anyway, she's fake. It's all I predicted it. It's all wonderful, and it's all, it's all happening on the telly now. Channel Why, 5. Uh, did she have some kind of emotional connection to Toadie or something like that? Was that the... She was his wife. Oh, okay. yeah, I should have mentioned that. Yeah, no, that's quite... Cho- Tody drew- drove them off a cliff on their wedding day. Deliberately? And she was lo- no, not that I know of. <laughs> he didn't look like he did it deliberately. He survived. He survived. She was presumed dead, and I think still is dead. But then the imposter might be her, but not realise that she's her. Oh, so so it's like a double, double twist. I don't know. That's, so, that's, that's, I reckon that might happen. So it's like Dee's back from the dead and everyone's really happy. Everyone, and then two weeks later you find out she's an imposter. But then what you're saying is she might actually be Dee, but, but with no, amnesia. But, yeah, but then she's she's been told she looks like Dee and is pretending to be her. To get her inheritance, by the way, that's why. But then it turns out she is her. Do you remember, a, I, I, think why you, I think this is why you drew me a, a very diagram. convoluted. Because it's coming back to me now. Was there not a storyline where... There were twins. Yeah, Paul Robinson. Paul Robinson had t- twin sons. Yeah, played by the same actor. So give me give me a second because they they were twins. They were twins. One was in a coma. Yeah, and the other one was evil. And the other one was super evil. Like, yeah, he was like, like what mustache twirly, pantomime evil. Yeah, and after like an elaborate series of he's just doing evil thing after evil thing, everyone's onto him. Yeah. But the, the jig is up. Like if the police are going to arrest him, exactly. So he races to the hospital. Yeah, and at that exact moment, his twin brother miraculously wakes up from a coma. Pretty much, and goes, "I'm alive. This is amazing." Pretty much, gets out of bed, saying, "Like family, where are you?" And then the evil twin jumps into bed and pretends to be in a coma. Pretty much, yeah. And then they arrest. That's why we had to draw you a diagram. Now, I believe at the time, I I was asking questions like, <laughs> surely the practical fa- questions. Surely the fact that he has muscle atrophy. And, you know, has an IV going into him and yeah. hasn't been to the toilet. One of in them like definitely died, or... but I can't remember which one. It was Neighbours is ostensibly set in the real world, isn't it? Like Yes. Cause... Well Australia. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe these things might happen in Australia. <laughs> maybe that's how it is in Australia, like all the time. I d I don't know. Maybe but... it's chaos. Oh my god. Anyway. I've been watching Neighbours again, and it's it's a problem. So when was that? Because it was very much like, when were you and Holton Lask really into it? When oh, you drew me a diagram? Probably the best part of a decade ago. It would be about a decade ago. Yeah. Was it like probably eight years ago? Like while we were at uni? Probably while we were at yeah. uni. That was probably my height Neighbours fandom. That's probably great. about eight years ago. I seem to remember them having a lot of hype. Channel 5 had it? Channel 5 took it on when we were at uni. Yeah. And the ratings plunged. <laughs> but who had it before? BBC. It's on BBC One, daytime. Oh, yes, And tea time. Did they show it like 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock? Or yeah, something? more or less. And they'd always repeat. Channel 5 do it twice a day. BBC's come a long way in 10 years. Well, yeah. I'm, I think that was a good decision by them to ditch it. Yeah. And it used to be that they would get it like three months after Australia. Hmm. And now it, they, they get it the same day. It was so weird. It's pretty good. The Because... Um, I don't know how they caught up, actually. When I was really young... I think um, I think my mom watched it. 
Mm. Oh, it was it was dead popular in the UK when we were kids. But was it like, even with the with the adults? But wasn't it like kind of unironically popular, as in people were like, "This is a good show." Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Oh, there's some things because EastEnders is still fairly popular, I suppose. Probably not on the same scale as it was, but it was as popular as that. Didn't EastEnders debut in like the year we were born? 86. 86 around that, yeah. Yeah, it's weird because I. But bear in mind, there only used to be five channels. So, what, 30 million people used to watch EastEnders? God, we were starved, weren't we? Can you imagine a world with five channels? Four channels? Because Channel 5 came in in what, 96? I remember the guy coming, to, I remember the guy coming to our house to install it. Nobody could get it originally. He didn't take his shoes off. Bastard. He left mud all over the Unbelievable. Carpet. Yeah. Was that was the legacy of Channel 5, mud on the carpet. Channel 5 was such an oddity because it was like, guys, we're bringing you a new channel. But the world will never be the same again. There was nothing on it. And it was awful. Yeah. It was You couldn't get it. I remember the, one of the classic jokes of the time was, oh, people have been getting fuzzy mess when they try to get Channel 5. For someone would come around and fix it and they'd just say, no, give me the fuzzy mess back. That was a good joke at the time. I remember that one. The um, But yeah, and then there was nothing on it apart from adult programming. Inverted commas on a Friday evening. We watched clips of Keith Chegwing's Naked Jungle Adventure. Do you ever do you remember that? Vaguely. I never saw it when it first came out, and it has to be seen to be believed, but it was a real thing. Mm. It actually happened. Um, I used to really like Channel 5 because they would always show... For long, the longest time, they show terrible action movies at like 9pm yes. every day. Yes. I would watch a lot of those instead of being out partying as a teenager. It's <laughs> <laughs> my sad life. And uh, in your in your inflatable in uh, electric chair, rocking in my what, staring at the lava lamp, <laughs> um, eating cake. Uh, but then they then they got like all the uh, the CSI programs, mm. and I just got I was addicted to them. Yeah, I don't remember really what Channel Five had at all. They got Big Brother now as well. They got used, all the stuff that was popular, basically. They got all the rejects, haven't they? Like, there's nothing really. Yeah, pretty much. Big. Uh, they used to show a lot of American dramas. Yeah, which it was I just, got into. It was stuff. It was repeats of things. It was. I suppose it's always just picked up the scraps yeah. that the other channels don't want. And then, like, you know, Sky and oh, Freeview came along, and suddenly Channel Five was irrelevant, even, even more obsolete. Yeah. I uh, do you remember in like the really, really early days of Channel Five, there was. Uh, like a show, it used to be on like Friday night, kind of like six PM, presented by Suggs. Very again, from vaguely, Madness. Yeah. yeah, it was. Chris Miles had a show on Channel Five for a while. He did, like a TV show. Yeah, and that bombed. I think, like I, most of their their content, every show on Channel Five. I mean, bear in mind we're talking like kind of late nineties. Mm. Every show on Channel Five probably had a lower production budget than the average YouTube YouTube video. Now, oh, I'd imagine so. That Suggs thing, like I watched it, but it was awful. That's probably true of the Big Breakfast, which is on Channel Four as well. Though mm. that was a that was a very popular show. Yeah, everyone liked the Big for people breakfast our age. Show. Yeah, it was alternative breakfast show basically. Yeah, right. Like Channel Channel Four considered themselves the alternative. Was that even Chris, now? Yeah, was that Chris Evans? Big um, breakfast I think he may have been on it. Johnny Vaughan was on it. Denise Van Outen, Gabby Roslin. Yeah, Gabby Gabby Roslin. Yeah, God, this is a depressing walk down memory lane, yeah. isn't it? Like Gabby Roslin. It's what there's there's Gabby Logan as she is now who was called Gabby Yorath, but I, she's a sports presenter. Yes. So I get confused between those two people. But Gabby Roslin, yes. What happened to Jamie Fuchsken? He plays in a charity football match every two years. I think he's on the radio. 
Is he, is he on that XFM or whatever? Yeah, like whatever the, it's called, uh, Heart or whatever. One of them. There's that London-based one, which is like the Channel 5 of radio stations. Chris Moyles, Johnny Vaughan. Yeah, it's like it's the dumping ground of yeah. everyone who got Vernon K. sacked by Radio 1. Yeah, basically. God, that's depressing. I don't think that's doing... Well, I, I'm unaware I'm sure, I'm I'm sure. unaware of various presenters on that show because I've never listened to that station. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's doing really well. I guarantee you it's got an audience, but... Well, people who used to listen to the Chris Moore show, which was very good. It was very back good. in the day. Got a bit weird though. He he got a bit ranty right, by the end. Right towards the end. I yeah. think I think it was probably best that he was taken off the air by the end. <laughs> it, I, I must admit, I really enjoyed it. He was very good. I loved it. I used to listen to the podcast a lot. As yeah, well. no, no. I well, remember. we both did when we did our great when British we did on the tour. tour we listened to the we, podcast uh, yeah, a lot yeah. on our iPad, iPod generation. Whatever it was, whatever. used to play it through the wireless. We yeah. used to put a cassette used to... in the in the in the tape deck, tape deck or, yeah. or whatever and then it would have a wire coming out which you could plug into an um, iPod then every every week you go back to your your, your desktop and you'd plug you, it in and you'd, you'd download your podcast you'd put it on this thing yeah, God, yeah. What, era? what time to be alive God, we had to load the awful, dishwasher yeah. by hand the uh, I remember like the thing about Chris Moore's was like around the time I think he started having like a breakdown on radio <laughs> I remember he did this whole bit where he was talking about how he'd come up with an amazing new recipe. Sure. And, uh, of course, he got um, Dom and Comedy yeah. Dave, um, who were just kind of like, you know, good co-presenters, mm. kind of like, oh, yeah, tell us about it, Chris. What have you got? And he's like, well, what it is is, right, it's a burger omelette. Sure. And they were like, okay, go on. And yeah. he's like, well, what you do is, right, you take the leftover burger from yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> you cut it up, and like, yeah. Yeah. Throw it in a pan. Fry it a bit. Crack some eggs on top. I would probably eat that. I'll I'd, be honest, yeah. I would probably eat that. I'd, oh, no, I don't doubt that I would eat it. I, I dispute whether that is 20 minutes of radio entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, fair enough. No, bless him. But yeah, well, he was he lost a lot of weight, didn't he, Miles? He did, he got lean. He still He still is and has lost weight, losing. It's not a quality... He, really does the, he does the diet. Oh, we've come full circle. Oh, look at that. We've come full circle. I was going to say, it's not a quality that really lends itself to being a radio presenter. What's that? Losing, losing weight. weight. No, yeah. true. Not, well, if you want to stay on the air, I'd suggest losing weight. Not sort of die. Just in general. Yeah. You should fast. healthier. Don't fast, though. It's very unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. You can just drink as much coffee as you want. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, calorie free. Is it really? If you don't have milk in it. No. Yeah. Forget it. Then. Just black water, really, isn't it? Pretty much granules in in water. That's all you want. That's Are we all done? You need. We've come full circle. I, I think thought, we've talked I thought, about I thought that was. I thought that was excellent in terms of coming full circle. Yeah, I was very sure, professional. I wasn't sure what else I could bring to the table, really. No, well, you know, I think we've covered all the bases there. I think uh, when next we do two weeks ish, we will have another film review. We will. We're going to talk Lego Batman. We are because well, I, I need to watch the Lego Movie. This week you do. I'm sorry because we're going to go see it. Well, in the next within the yeah. next week, I would I'm imagine. sorry I can't lend it to you. No, but, well you don't uh, own it. Well, yeah, it'd thought, be very difficult for you I to keep, lend it. I to keep me. wanting to say that. I'll find it online. I'm sure. I'm sure it's readily available online legally. Sure. Great. I uh, I can now talk about it, but I uh, I was uh, commissioned. Oh, you're allowed to talk about it. Now. I can talk about it now because uh, nothing, it's not happening. It didn't happen. Yeah, because <laughs> I uh, I was commissioned to uh, write. Funny lines of dialogue mm. for a Lego Batman movie promotional game. Rolls off the tongue, that it does, title. It does roll off the tongue. Not the Lego Batman movie game, 
promotional yeah, as item. In, as in not like the thing... Wasn't you... it like a, a download on the PC yeah, where, it, or the website or something? They're up there now. You can, go, you can go and see them. If you go to the Lego Batman movie website... They made the games. They made the games. But you're not in it? No. Really? Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. I know. I, I imagine that this is just how the industry works, but I was I was paid for it. Well, that's fine. You got the money. Uh, I would I would take that as a win. I, I, and you've still got all those sweet jokes in reserve. Well, that's the problem. Maybe I'll read them in the next... I'll do <laughs> read dr- them out, and I'll, I can I can react honestly and frankly. I'll do a dramatic reading of them oh, in good. the next... I'll look forward to that. But no, the gimmick was there were going to be five games, Batman doing different scenarios, and Will Arnett, mm. the voice of... Lego Batman. Yes. Yeah. Also, star of many movies. Yeah. And, and in Arrested, Arrested Development. Development, yeah. Uh, was going to read them in the style in a, of Lego in Batman. A actor's way. Yeah. And the downside is that none of that happened. That is a shame. I was paid for it, so I can't complain. Well, you got. The, I would say that is the main thing. But it's a little sad. It would have been nice yes. to say. Well, the, when, well, if we're going to do the movie next time, maybe you could give us some of the dialogue. I will do a dramatic reading. We'll do that, and then we can, and then we can review it. Review the movie and review your dialogue and right. where it would have fit into the movie. Right. Should we put a pin in it? Let's put a pin in it. Well, if you like it, then you should have put a pin in yeah, it. Yeah, should it? She's pregnant. She is. She did a weird photo. I have not seen the photo. Oh, the, you look it up. The most... It's her in front of basically a load of flowers wearing a weird outfit and looking pregnant. Was it spontaneous? It looks very set up. <laughs> what? It looks like the most... Set up spontaneous How? photo you've ever seen in your life. How dare you, sir? It, it's it's a, it's one that's that's ripe for parodying. Have you ever Instagrammed? Oh, I have Instagram. Mm. Oh yes. Hashtag no filter. Um, well, I don't take photos of myself because I'm I'm not sure it's the most sensible thing to do. You just take photos of your coffee. <laughs> sure. And food. I take photos of my Star Wars models. It's actually true. You know, I thought. Yeah, no. Well, I keep it off Facebook because nobody cares. But on Instagram, you're reaching. The wider world, if you hashtag it correctly, anyway. Yeah, it's a bit like it's a bit like Twitter for pictures, sort of. But I still don't really get it. But with fancy filters yeah. and stuff, you can put filters on anything now. And if I, if you were cynical, you might say that it's become the playground for narcissists. Perhaps. Perhaps. Although Snapchat might also be tarred with that brush. That is true. Although the gimmick with Snapchat is that it doesn't last. Isn't that the gimmick? Oh, it was. I don't know if it is now. I don't know. Who cares? Look at us. We're already already falling behind the time. My back hurts. Well, uh, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we should probably say goodbye. Mm. And um, I guess I have the official sign-off, which is to say, uh, if you like what we do, if you're enjoying our increasingly random podcasts, uh, (laughs) Big Punch Studios does have a Patreon. Oh. And I guarantee that Rayman will not see a penny of it. (laughs) Well, I don't pay into it. Oh, well, yes. And I won't after that little outburst. Got to pay off this uh, this sweet microphone budget. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, if you like what we do as a studio, uh, do check out our Patreon, because for only $1, you can you know help make these podcasts happen and uh, you know allow us to do more podcasts and make comics and games and all the other wonderful junk we do. You could, you could spend your dollar l- less wisely. That's what I mean. You should you should spend it wisely and give you the dollar mm. so you can create engaging content. I'm not gonna lie, Rev, it's a confusing message. Oh, I you know, just give him the just give John the dollar. Thank you. And then with everyone's fine. Do you uh did you Write that uh, down. would you uh like to tell people to follow you on Twitter or anything? Sure, follow me on Twitter if you what, want. What, what's your Twitter if you handle? like what I say or don't and want to get to know me better, if you follow like- me on Twitter. If you like my oh, frank honesty, if you like, if you like <laughs> tweets about Star Wars models and or Gillingham Football Club 
and politics actually now. Oh, indeed. I sometimes tweet politics. Oh my, which is you know sort you know, of interesting. I, th- I thought I, I felt suppose because uh, you can't get enough politics at the moment. I thought I felt a swing. In uh, my climate. Twitter handle is cpray r a y eighty six. Mm. So you know, Delightful. do it and give me a dollar. Give us boy a dollar. Give us a, give us all a dollar. <laughs> we'll set up a separate Patreon. Just, for you. <laughs> just very good. Buy me Star Wars models. Buy and, me things. Uh, likewise, I am at John Locke Comics on Twitter, mm. and we are at Big Punch Studios as well. Very good. So look, I mean, you can tell we're power's we're getting to, more corporate, aren't we? Power's gone to our head now. I used to have like a little official uh, little thing I'd stick on the end of podcasts. But I figured, oh, yeah. like saying all this junk. But oh I figured, yeah, well you know we've said this, and we can just we just tag this on the yeah. end. I think of other it'd be podcasts. nicer to. Say I think it. we've done this pretty professionally, so we can just tag it on the end of other ones. I think so. Yeah. So Good. should we say goodbye? We better add. Well, uh, until uh, no, that's a different podcast. How do we? Uh, yes. Uh, I damn this it. This is I, falling apart. I know what I'm doing. So professional. That's come full circle as well because we were unprofessional at the start. Circles within circles. God, it's amazing. That could be the title. Mm. Pancake. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, thank you for listening to another action-packed, good yeah, circles within circles episode of Big Punch Classic. I'm John. I'm John. Chris. And until next time, you stay classy, John. <laughs>